Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh, joined as ever by my illustrious and professional co-hosts, Ray and Mike. Give, Gentlemen. Giving me a lot of credit there with that professional tag, but all right. Me, Mikey. Oh, God. <laughs> Close enough. That, that, that'll do. Hi, everybody. Hey. Gentlemen, what's what's good? Uh, well, we could talk it's about... Friday night. Talk about what games we're playing. That's no, good. this is this is a this is we're final talking about a singular. Game. Oh yeah, this, this, just one, just the this one. Is, this is a spoiler discussion cast with some fucking rants and feelings burst in the, especially at the end. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys so, finally got to play it. Yeah, we we I I just finished it this week or so ago. Um, I have a I have a I have a lot of feelings. Ooh. Um, but going into this, we, you know, we are going to be discussing plot points. We're going to be discussing things that happen, scenes. So you know, we're going to get into spoiler territory. You know, this isn't a shot by shot everything in the game. But if you have not played you know or what the deal is. intend to play at some point and and want to be surprised come back to this one later Ooh. make sure you're subscribed at unscriptedgaming.com so you can come back to this once you finish the game and then come listen to what we thought about speaking it speaking of which by the time this uh, podcast gets released uh, it's still free as of March 2021 on the PlayStation Plus store if you have a PS Plus account so now you have no reason not to play it if you, uh, so long as you have that yearly subscription that's right. And right off the bat, you should play it. Yeah. Okay, that was a great podcast, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Gaming. All right, roll it, roll so, it. Roll some it would call it a uh, Game here, of the yep, Year oh, contender. Uh, yep, there we go. Outro, yeah, here we go. Outro. We're out. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that was a good one, guys. <laughs> that was great work. All right, everybody get the files. We'll, we'll get them up. And... Mm-hmm. All right, good job. Some would call yeah, that the so, uh, game of the year, or at least a contender for game of the year. Some dashing person might have called it the best-looking PS4 game released. <clears throat> I might be that person. Who could have done something? Who could have done something? I like was that? like, "Thank you, you're so kind." Well, it, I mean, of course. Of you to say that about me. I definitely think had I had I played this game on time, you know, it would have made it into my game of the year list in in some capacity. I, I don't know where it would have fallen or what it would have knocked off, but think it would have been you know it would have made the cut you'd be a fool if I it agree. didn't knock off warzone in my opinion i mean warzone's no. pretty goddamn good sorry but no <laughs> uh i think it, canonically if you really want to be, be uh, you know be like uh, but, 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 about this mm-hmm. um i would remove this the remake takes the place of tony hawk on my list oh that's a that's a solid shoe in easily easily um I think one thing I think was is that is really cool, particularly for like us talking about this, mm-hmm. is that you guys have like very significant experience with Final Fantasy VII. I never played the original, not not once. Net never played it. Like I knew the character. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Final Fantasy VII in Smash Bros. <laughs> that's the other guy from Final Fantasy VII in Smash Bros. Uh, oh, those are those are the guys that always make the swords or a penis joke about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like, so I did not. So I had no like nostalgia. Like that was not really a hit for me for this game, and I still absolutely re- loved playing it and really enjoyed it. Awesome. I mean, so where should we get started? What Josh? But Josh, Josh, Josh needs to kind of unload here. Yeah. he's got some hot takes and thoughts. So, fire away, man. I was about to say. So, so, overall, I very much enjoyed the Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, I think I honestly have forgotten more about Final Fantasy VII than I even knew at the like knew as a a youth playing the game there there are so many things that as i was playing through this game like 
things would start coming back to me. Like my, my wife ended up kind of watching me play through most of the game. Most of the time at the very beginning, like, oh my God, this is stupid. And then at the beginning, you know, halfway through, it was like, wait, who's that? Do we know who that is yet? And, you know, really getting invested into it. Um, and there were, there were so many times where I'm like, I think I remember this story beat or I remember this character, but I don't remember if they were this involved. Um, and the decision to focus this entire game on you know what is essentially just the first couple chapters of the Final Fantasy 7 storyline I think is both a really good and a really frightening decision at the very same time and uh you know for what like I think that explaining more about Midgar getting to experience the slums more putting more characterization to Avalanche as a team was a really smart decision to get you really endeared to the mission of what is happening and and the world that is, you know, the world that you're in. But on the business end of everything, Mm -hmm. I'm really, really worried about Final Fantasy VII moving forward. Yes, Ray. Why? Well... I think what is going to happen here very soon is we are going to get the Kingdom Heartsification of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because at the original onset, as far as I know, we were supposed to have Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, Part 2, and maybe Part 3. Now, they are talking about five or six different stories that could be taking place and happening in between and in the interim. Not to mention a freaking Battle Royale game that they're just slapping the Final Fantasy VII skin on. And that just that just makes me very much worry that, it, that the Part 2 is going to get drug on or that they are going to try and put important story beats in side stories that are Final Fantasy 7 dot 2 dot 3 dot I dot I I I dot I can't wait for Final Fantasy 7 7 I'm so psyched God it's gonna happen the the last chapter of a Final Fantasy 7 remake will be on a streaming only console at this point ew gross just there it is Josh I do want to note when we saw the uh I think it was a Sony Play event, uh, and you guys saw the trailer for the Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale game. I will note that both of you said, well, yeah, I'm going to play it. I think that's all they're trying to do. They're like, this is going to be dumb. 99% of people are going to bounce off this mobile game the second they touch it, because they're like, this is yeah, dumb. Exactly. But the 1% that stick around, I'm going to probably like really stick around and probably end up monetizing into it. And that's that's all they're doing with it. It's using the exact same assets as well, so it probably wasn't that expensive. But I mean, you know, and I know they're they're mobile focused and and whatnot. But like, you already have now like Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII The First Soldier. I think there are a couple other side stories and projects that have been announced, and like that just makes me so insanely worried about how convoluted like splintered it's going to become yeah how how splintered it can be how like how much i'm already not a hundred percent sold on the idea of having to spend a hundred and twenty dollars or whatever that you know final cost of investing in the main game as amazing as this remake was you know how much money am i going to have to put in to make sure that i get the full experience rather than just you know hey, you've got the Final Fantasy Remake 7 parts, whatever we number it, you know, how many halves dot three-fourths fifths am I going to need to get? So, yeah. I do want to interject here uh, for just a couple of a couple of thoughts on the business aspect of it. So, uh, for Ever Crisis, you brought that up, which I'm interested in playing. That's just a remake of the... That's just a straight remake because we have to get into what the word remake on Final Fantasy 7 remake means it's in case anyone's listening to this and they're curious it's not what you think it actually means something but that is just a straight I guess re-release of the original game with like cleaned up mobile graphics and that sounds fine that sounds like a fine little mobile diversion I'm sure that wasn't too expensive either 
But uh, it, I understand your concern of like what a Kingdom Heartsification of the entire series, where they just like release Kingdom Hearts, however many in between. You finally got the Kingdom Hearts two, and oh my lord, however many in between before you finally got the three, and then it kind of just puttered into the grave. <laughs> but I mean, there were there were two there were two consoles between Kingdom Hearts two and Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Or there, there was there was one whole console that they entirely skipped between the numbered release. If you had a PS2 and you're waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3, boy, Hattie, you had to have a PS4 to play it. So the reason why I share a little less concern uh, versus Kingdom Hearts is, one, Kingdom Hearts is made up by... Basically, the story exists in one madman's mind, Tetsuo Nomura. But Final Fantasy VII... That story exists, so there's a lot easier of a template to pull this information from. Also, the original Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, you could go back, you could watch the original trailer. That was made in a completely different engine with a completely separate studio. And I think it was in 2015 or 16, they had to scrap the entire thing and then rewrite it onto Unreal 4. And honestly, for the better. And then it took them four years to make a game. So that's actually normal. It typically takes four years to make a AAA game. So I'm, I, I do understand and share the exact same concern that the next Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, if you will, will most certainly come out on the PlayStation 5 because PS4 is at the end of its life cycle. So you are right to be, uh, to be wary of what the next couple games will be. Yeah, and as and as somebody, okay, two things. One, I do agree with your point of like, yes, there is necessarily more of a defined story, but also, at some point, I feel like Square Enix just never truly believed that a Final Fantasy VII remake, with as much fervor as there's been for it for the last fifteen, twenty years, like would actually sell that well. I feel partly like that's why they kept putting it off. And then the Final Fantasy money printer just went brrr, and they're like, what if, you know that one Vincent asshole, and that other asshole, and that one guy that we made a side story of, and this fucking, you know, money cash cow Fortnite over here, what if we started to kind of, you know... I, I, I disagree with Make you. Like The marketing campaign for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I don't know if you remember or not, that was... One of the more intense Final Fantasy marketing campaigns uh, Square Enix has done... I think the only thing they've done that was more intense was for Final Fantasy XIII. And that game, most of us could no, could awful. agree, does did not deserve it. And Final Fantasy XV, not, not that that had a marketing campaign. That game was begging for money. Mike, I, I know you didn't play this game, so I'm going to say this to you. There's a mm-hmm. cup noodle mission in it where they say nothing bad about cup noodles, and then your prize at the end is wearing a cup noodle hat, and you have to kill yes. a behemoth to get its yes. meat to put into the cup noodle. Like, yes. one of the characters, act- I think it's, yeah, it's Gladios. He says, like, what? what's that, Prince Noctis? You've never heard of the flavorful taste of a cup noodle over a campfire? Well, come on, we gotta go kill ourselves a behemoth and make sure we have ourselves the perfect treat for tonight's I know this meal. Is a, uh, this is a family and Christian podcast, but... Frick yeah, that is really something. <laughs> it is. Um, it, I, I'm trying to say, like, they didn't have to do that this time, where they had to sell their souls to make money. It was more like, no, we, we are so confident that this will sell well, that they did something they haven't done in years since Final Fantasy 15, and they gave you a free demo. You just had to go to the site and download it. I don't know if you did or not, Josh, but you could, and I did. I did yeah. not. Like, I guess one thing I, I would say here is that I am less concerned about the. Um, I mean, again, I don't have a, a like a comparison point from not having not played the original, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I am. Um, I mean, I feel like I I paid like I can't remember how much I paid for it actually. If it was like full price or just like forty when I got this, but I feel like I got I definitely got like my time like my like you know my time out of it and i really enjoyed it and i think i think definitely if it was like just a remaster this would be like that would be like oh come on no absolutely not but like 
considering like how much they i think as long as they've i think they've done a good job of like really like really taking remake too hard and like really fleshing out like the story points like the characters like the cutscenes and voice acting like like all of that like my wife also got like also got like really into it and you know having zero touch base with like anything about final fantasy uh and also like really got into the story just because of how like like just the basics of just like the cutscenes and stuff mm-hmm. so i think they've got a really good template here and i think they will i think i i, I kind of I'm, I'm on board for like the future of it i think like you said josh it will get a little wacky when they do because there's like so it's coming to playstation 5 in the summer mm-hmm. but there's that's also when like the yuffie dlc comes out yeah. and it's like so that's not part two that's just dlc for part one do you need that for part two like so that is i think and where that, it's is gonna that get dlc is that coming to both or just to ps5 it's just the ps5 i think that's i think it, it's just a ps5 yeah. But if you have a PS4 version of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, you can put it into your PS5 and it gives you the PS5 upgraded version for free. That's nice. Yes, it is. But then you have to have a PS5 and there are a lot of people who don't have a PS5. Come on. I mean, so here's the thing. I am in that category of people that absolutely wants the benefits of PS5, but I can't for the life of me buy a PS5. So... I agree with you guys. When you tell me about all the benefits I'll get, it's like that doesn't mean shit for to me right now. Well, Ray, remember, PS Five, it's it's finally got graphics. It's got all of the graphics. Graphics on PlayStation but, Five. You know, well, this five patch was eventually. This, yeah. this is one of those things that worries me too. You know, mm. as somebody who primarily plays on PC mm-hmm. and did not buy a PS Four until three years from you know, the a launch of the next gen for $200, you know, while I do see the PS4 lasting a bit longer than was originally intended because of the global chip shortage and, and the inability of people to really get their hands easily on the current console, you know, I, I think that the, the way that this development cycle is working and the way that things are happening in between the two games that are going to take you know attention away from just focusing primarily on part two you do get to that point where part two is far enough away that it it could potentially and probably will be a ps5 exclusive and then you know i'm sitting here like i'm not gonna buy a ps5 just for final fantasy 7 part two yeah but i'm real fucking invested yeah i mean like when's the when's the earliest part five part uh, part five jesus uh, when's the earliest part two comes out? So the earliest it could come 2023, out. Twenty twenty three, right? Y- yeah, it would have to be tw- three years if they rush it using the same assets and adding like, some new art. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the kind of thing. That's the that's the theory is like, you know, they've kind of built the system, mm-hmm. so they don't have to do that again. So presumably it would be faster, and they're probably already working on it now. So I feel like. You you could say twenty twenty two feels a little hot to me. Yeah, like for a true part two type situation, I I would be I I guess I mean you know it's possible I'd be very surprised if it was twenty twenty two. I I would be worried um, if they've released probably because probably because like for that reason we're like Josh said if like if they want to you know especially because this is like a Sony thing mm-hmm. they probably want to like slow walk you know to really try to you know make 2021 and 22 like the year of people getting the ps5s uh sure you know oh here's like your next gen remaster like really kind of just with the shortage and everything uh i don't know how much strategically that really plays into it but i'd be very surprised if it comes out before 2023 so yeah i agree with that and uh, you know also personally speaking like in in the we are taking this one game and turning it into an even more epic, episodic, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. adding all this stuff in between and in the interim, not only in the game, but also in, you know, potential side content that might be influenced in it. Waiting that, like, personally speaking, waiting two, three, four years for the next installment in 
what's supposed to be the same story. It's just, it's too long. That is too long of a wait for a continuation of what's supposed to be one single story. So I wanted, personally speaking, I wanted to pick your thoughts I, on this because one, I'm I'm supposing you did not play Mass Effect and had to endure that wait. No, it's basically the same. But also, thing. Mass Effect is not one. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 was not previously one game Yeah, that was, you know, 40, 50 hours that is now getting split into three yeah, I was games. Say, you guys are pretty 40, patient 50. for Metroid Prime 4, but, you know. But again... Patient, patient and Metroid forced is two different words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have some words about that for our Snyder Cut podcast. Just, you know, bookmark okay. that. <laughs> There's, there is the... To my mind, it just feels it feels differently because, like, yes, I'm waiting for the next chapter of Metroid. You know, you're waiting for the continuation of the Shepard story. But, like, technically speaking, I know where we're going. You know, mm-hmm. it's like reading, you know, reading a book in book series. Like, you know what's happening. You just want to see the next interpretation of that. And waiting three, four years is a long time to keep somebody interested, to keep somebody engaged, to keep things in your memory about, like, okay, what do I remember from the first game? What has changed? What got added? Who is this character again? Oh, like, that's just... That's too long. And also, then, maybe I have to buy a new fucking console, so... (laughs) Yeah, they're gonna have to hit you with, like, the previously on Final Fantasy VII. I think... And then again, if they, if they, if there are any of those side stories that do have potentially content that is important to the story, Mm -hmm. you also have to factor those in. So I... I want to bring that up because we're talking about... I want to bring back up to the words remake. Uh, This is not the same story uh, from the original release. This changes a lot of different things, and that's why it's called remake. It's remaking the story. So I think I explained this to Mike a little while ago, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, just to get it on the podcast, this game... So take the original Final Fantasy VII, the one that came out in 1997. We all know and love it. It changed the way everyone saw Japanese RPGs forever in the rest of, in the Western world, and hell, even in Japan. Uh, that game still exists. That entire story still exists. Final Fantasy VII Remake that just came out in 2020, that game is taking place in a parallel dimension, and they keep bringing up, like, that story has taken place, and you, the player are acknowledging that because they have those little ghosties flying around, and that's why I wanted to talk with Josh about. Those little ghosties are supposed to be you, the player, saying like, I know this story, this is how this is supposed to go, now make it go that way. And you're, Remember you're, that part in the Avon, in the uh, the Evangelion movie where he's like, "You're a sicko if you're in the theater watching this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They made that into a video game, and it's called Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Since I have the big dumb and subtext like that is always missed on me, I am even more fucking angry about those little ghosties now that you said that. <laughs> 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 oh man, we're just dropping some knowledge on Josh. He wasn't ready for it. I, I can't. Fuck it. I don't want to play the second part. God yeah, you, you know game. the part where all the ghosts. So we're full spoiler territory. You know the part where all the ghosts are trying to push for and kill Wedge. That's you, the player, saying like, Wedge is supposed Being to be like, dead. Why is why, it different? Why, why is Wedge not dead? Die, Wedge, die. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, you probably were like looking at that scene like I don't know what's you about to happen. But you did it. You the the parts were. I mean, I kept going like, "Yo, what?" I was like, "Is it Wedge supposed to die?" And then he did. I'm like, "Okay, that's good to say." I like. Oh it. my god, you did it. kill him! <laughs> I loved him. I loved. I didn't know he was supposed to die. Yeah, but Wedge is actually supposed to die. No. Oh, well, uh, that part where Barrett dies, like Barrett gets stabbed by Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. that that never happens in the original game at all. See, but. He's that's when I, because I lied earlier. I Ray did make me watch a one-hour YouTube. Like, here's what happened in Final Fantasy VII. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that part was when I'm like, wait, this is not something that was mentioned in this one-hour YouTube video. 
So I I can definitely assure I definitely know that this is like that this game knows mm-hmm. that this is a remake and the story is different this time. Different things are happening. And I wonder I'm like does Sephiroth know that? Like and yes, it seems like he kind of knows. Sephiroth that. knows that in this game, like he keeps calling it out. Red Thirteen knows that. Red Thirteen points out, like through that portal is a future that is going to happen that we can escape from. All we have to do is just fight our destiny. And those monsters that you're fighting at the very end of the game, that's literally you fighting your destiny from preventing the same ah. story that happened in the so, PS1 so you classic. Would, so you would say that the player characters make their own fate in in determining their destiny, huh? Y- yes. It's very, yeah. very Tetsuo Nomura about it, where it's so far up its yeah. own ass in storytelling. Oh, no, well, no, that was, that was a low-key reference to a line of text that appears in uh, Destiny Raid Vault of Glass coming soon to Destiny 2. I, I, I'm interested in Vault God of Glass. <laughs> It's coming back. It's going to be a great time. I'm a- every. How you feel about Gorgons? <laughs> back. Every show, Mike fucking finds a way to get a Destiny note. That I okay. Back to the fucking ghost. I am so. Me- <laughs> Josh killed Wedge. Josh killed Wedge. I, like when I first. Okay. Okay, because Ray. Okay, you kind of gave me the hint that I didn't pick up on, but you're like, when you're gonna figure, when you find out what it is, you're gonna be real fucking mad. And then they were just like, oh, it's Destiny. And I was fucking mad. I was furious. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. Get the shit out of here. It's fu- and now, I think it's fun. I'm even more angry. I think it's no, fun. it's stupid. It's a fun callback to you, the player, acknowledging like you've been waiting no, for this not, for a long a, I time. Missed it. You are not just playing some remake in beautiful graphics. No, we're retelling a story because you, the player... So then just retell the story. Just retell the no, story. No, because you, I the re- player, would not be satisfied of the exact same story being split up into three games. We're telling a different story. That's great. Just tell the different story. Then I'm more I'm more mad that they're like... You're going to spend 20 minutes in the beginning of the game fighting these assholes that you can't beat and you're going to die six times because they're fucking ridiculous. Oh my god. The matter Josh gets, the more correct they were about doing Exactly! This. That's what I was trying to say! <laughs> it's like a fly struggling in a spider's web. It only no, gets more no, crapped. No, no. The... The... <laughs> The different story is good. Like, yes, take the story, expand on it, change it a little bit, like, retell it. Like, that is okay with me. But just being like, haha, there's some ghosts that are gonna, like, just fucking stop anything that's not supposed to happen anywhere in the world is stupid. No, that makes sense. That's lazy storytelling. No, so. Oh, there's this hand of fate that comes through and I'm gonna force push you off of here because you're not supposed to die yet yes yes stupid i'm not asking you to sit down and replay the entire thing but if you were to like watch a synopsis the ghost only appears in parts where you the final fantasy 7 fan would be like this is different this is wrong somehow and those are the ghosts swirling around to say like yes it is This is like so this why is like are, meta, why are there this a is like meta ghosts just swarming around Midgar he- like <laughs> uh, swarming around Midgar in the headquarters just going like ha, 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 we're just swirling around the building ha, 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 ha. they're drawn to focuses of fate you know the 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 web of time has sp- splits off into many paths but sometimes there's the gravitational pull of something <laughs> sinks that web, drawing all strands of time to a singular point that cannot be escaped. That is what is happening there, and they are drawn to that. I'm ha- I, how'd you? F- I'm not drunk enough. Glad to- you like that. Look at that, folks. I'm not drunk enough to all the way believe uh, that, but I'm gonna buy it a little bit. That's my interpretation. Also, Josh, to answer your question, why are they swirling around the Midgar building? That depends on what you're talking about. At the end, why are they swirling around the Midgar building or at the beginning? At the end. At the end of the game, why are they swirling around the Midgar building? That, that's just a big tell to let you know that everything that you've done up to here is very different and it's about to get very radical. And the very radical thing is the final boss is... You, you fight fucking Sephiroth at the Terrible. end of disc one. That didn't happen. 
I mean, that was cool. The other shit was fucking terrible. I hated the last hour and a half of that game. I won't like, defend basic, the motorcycle ride the, against the motorball. Anytime, anytime you're on the motorcycle is bad. Yeah. It's from, not good. Yeah. From Fuck leaving that, that dipshit Rufus to the end of the game, I hated that portion. I was like, okay, fucking tell, like, put the button on getting ready for the next chapter, but all of this shit sucks. This fight sucks. This escape sucks. It all sucks. Give me, like, a one-hour cutscene of, like, us chasing Sephiroth for a little bit, a dually, and then, like, get it ready. I was so I was so mad in that last hour and a half. Um, I will say that motorcycle sequence on the escape hi- the highway escape sequence that was oh my God, really it takes bad. Like Twenty five minutes. It took yeah, it took me an hour. That was so bad. That's not a good part of a game. And uh, I think they released a patch uh, to where from now on you could just skip that section, like on un- repeat play plus. Here's a better patch. Take it out entirely. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, patch this, motherfucker. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, the boss fight with the motorball where you have to, like, uh, ride your motorcycle up to different sides of it, that wasn't fun. That was that, no. that was the intent. Yeah, it's it bad pointless. when you, like, do your sword slash combo and it does, like, you have done 0.5% damage. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, and also, no. by the way, there are no, you can't use any healing items. Speaking of, I'm going to get to a fucking rant on healing items in a little bit, but also... um. Yeah, you can't use any healing items. You're going to do, like, 0.2 damage, and, uh, yeah, fuck you. That was literally just there to be like, you can't escape without them trying to do something to you, Mr. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I want to hear your rant on healing it. items, because I, like, never ran out of healing items in this entire game. No, 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 no. I never ran out of healing items. All right. But this is my, this is my same rant with destiny and and other things that don't let you do things in bulk at a certain point you're gonna get to a point where maybe i have a hundred potions yeah and i have maybe 10 mega potions Mm -hmm. and i'd like to use those potions but i have six thousand hp and i have to every single individual potion even in the overworld click click item click person Click potion, use it, wait for it to activate, click, click item, click person, use it, wait, click, click person, click item, I want to be able to go and click potion, go click, 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 healed up, click, 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 healed up. Yeah. To not do that is purposefully obtuse and anti-player, period. You know what's funny? When you're in the overworld in the original Final Fantasy VII, you can just do what you just exactly described. Yep, that's exactly I mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> I just got really good at I just got really good at menuing through it, but just like yeah, it, it's I I acknowledge but like there's a different the, uh, Josh. I think Josh, I have a similar point to Josh. It's just like I'm like oh I better buy all these potions, and then the potions you're like oh wait, these actually like become pretty useless immediately because mm-hmm. it's not worth the time that this takes in battle on the action points yeah. to do this little healing, which is, like, good. is like, that's, like, smart, but I'm like, I wish there was a way to, like, th- and now I just have all these, like, potions. Yeah. It's not but really all, worth but also max. in the Can terms I, like, convert of, like, these into, like, mega potions? Like, what's, like, and, some yeah, like, alchemy and, or But in the terms like, of, like, buying them from a vendor, they're still one of the most, like, valuable, like, value per healing because a potion is half of a high potion but a hundred guild cheaper josh overall josh just just use the cure materia but then you have to use then you have to use an ether to make up for any mp you lose i all right i'm gonna sound really reductive here but maybe you should just get good and stop letting your magic run (laughs) i Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't just could go to the fucking magic tree <laughs> between fights and be like, "Here, give me some." Fucking oh yeah, let me just power level Aerith real quick here, Ray. Give me just one hot second. I, you know, Aerith. One of her like skills is just it's just a free heal. So just like yeah, cast like her, it. Uh, yeah, I. uh... But also, I very rarely used Aerith. She wasn't very good. Oh, dude! No, she's great. Like she's got some like she's got the like kamehameha, which is kind of fun. It does like. 
A bunch of my, at least in my game, Tifa was better at magic. Also did more damage. Uh, All right, there's, I don't know what you did, but Tifa was not better at magic. I'm gonna stop you right there. That's that's a hard. Um, <laughs> my my Tifa had almost double the materia slots and thirty more MP than uh, Aerith did. Tifa, Tifa, what were you doing? Tifa. <laughs> I don't know. Were you not leveling but, up Aerith at all? Because that sounds like the only I way. Mean, when I had, <laughs> when I had Aerith, it's not like you had a lot of control of like, oh, I'm gonna swap them out like in the first, like I'm gonna pick yeah, my party. Yeah, because I like the party like pretty. It's not like ev every like chapter everybody. has its like your set time with those people. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna swap Barrett out for Tifa this round, and you know you're not doing that. Mm -hmm. So when I had Aerith, she was getting experience, but you know. She was just there to be eye candy and fucking yeah, were, from the background. Were you leveling up the weapons? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I loved having Aerith in my party. As a matter of fact, I really felt it when she wasn't in my party. I mean, like, the Arcane Ward that, like, you double cast. And there were, like, yeah. there were things that I liked about Aerith. But, like, for the most part, I was not counting on her in a... You know, the, the other two were really bringing it home. Like, when uh, the section of the game where you can bring Aerith... Well, there's a part of the game where you're forced to bring... Well, forced. You don't have to do this. But you go to the... um, What is it? The arena? The, like, Coliseum battle arena, whatever? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, there's a part where you're, like, forced for story pathing. If you choose to, you could bring Aerith there. But later on, you can go back there. And, yeah, I... Anytime I got the chance, I'm like, yeah, let's just bring Aerith along. This is going to be easy. Arcane Ward, Double Magic, Fire Aga, or Thundaga, or Blizzaga. I already can tell yeah, by the end those, uh, those high-level spells do fucking truck tons of damage. Yeah. Or, uh... That's... But, but boy, the, the whole... It takes forever to cast, and they could potentially get stuttered, but also lose the MP of the actual cast. Yeah. Fucking sucks. That's, I guess that's the, I mean, that's like the, the trade-off is just like... There's a little risk and like reward. I, I, uh, I, uh, I did really like the, um, I thought the battle system just in general, mm. I really liked it. Like, I think it was, yes. um, I did always kind of feel bad when something like fucked up would happen to Cloud. I'd be like, damn, dude, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna switch to Parrot so I can do something fun. <laughs> and then that's what I did. And it was great. And I loved it. And I found, like, little combos, like, I liked for each character. So, like, I really liked when Barrett had, like... I can't remember what the ability is called, but, like, when he has the one that just, like... He just goes, like, super rapid fire and just drains his entire action meter, but it does a ton of damage. Oh, Anger Max. Yeah, like, that one? That was sick. Um, I really liked... I really liked uh, Tifa... You know, you you use the unbridled strength, omni strike, like you open up your uppercut. chakras like a like a rock like rock, yes. And basically, that would be a guaranteed action point. So you could just unbridled strength, omni strike, uppercut, unbridled like you could just keep fucking bobbling yeah. somebody like that, and that usually would stagger them too. So. I don't know if you guys Star saw, Tower. but there's a bunch of like different like Tifa combo videos getting just straight Dante May cry on some like groups of enemies where she's bouncing around and when you learn how to do like certain combos and mix and match them up uh, there's that one I forget what it's called but it's like she puts a little ball like an energy ball in the middle of the arena when you set that down and then you start doing overpower uh, striking enemies into it and they're just caught in the ball mmm 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 yeah, yeah like it's cool that it, there's room for that in this game to yeah um, to do I think uh um, I guess it's like we haven't dipped into this too much, but like I also just really, I was not prepared for how much I would like all of these characters. Yeah, <laughs> like I yep. really like, I like Cloud for being for the fact that he's a big dumbass <laughs> and like thinks he's the like, coolest guy ever, but actually such an sucks so much. Insufferable dipshit, but I love him. For <laughs> I know, it. like he's so dumb, but I like, and he's trying so hard to be cool. That it like works and and like Tifa is Just like as the, long as I get my Tifa money. is like your classic RPG punch person, but she's like really sweet and is like, oh, Cloud, your little badass thing is really cool. And then uh, Aerith is just like, I think I really, I, I was talking to Ray about this. Like, I really liked how, I mean, in games, like, you kind of know the tropes of these games, um, but I really liked the idea that like you 
you get the sense that something is very different about Aerith because of like her unnatural kindness and like heart that she has. Like she just has like a warmth that like feels alien to this world. It's like how did yeah. a, someone like this come from a world like this? When I, and, I definitely, you know, you get you get the sense through is through some of that too that like she really had as much as she seems so ditzy and airy and whatnot, like she's got it all dialed in. She's got it all like she knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what like there's like healer like like chaste woman healer is like very much an RPG trope. Like another RPG I played or have a little bit of touchstone with is like is Tales of Symphonia, which has a character like that, that is very insufferable and it's just like <laughs> Lloyd? Oh god. Uh not Lloyd, um Colette, I think is her name in that game. Yeah. She, and she's, she's like constantly doing like the, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh like but Aerith is is gestures to that, but is very much not that mm-hmm. in a way that is very like she's very kind, but she's very intelligent. And you know, but all and very direct. She has like an a, a frankness that like fucks with Cloud. That is very funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Like I just love. I like. I really love the character dynamics that they that they hit here. Uh, and like and like that's what I was saying. Like with Aerith, like it, it's like it, you gotta get a sense of like what is largely going on with her because it's just like how did you how are you this way like. How is that possible? And you're like, oh, because you're this other thing that is not that is not of this world in the, the real sense. Um, and then the absolute king, Barrett. Oh my god! I was really concerned I, about Barrett because the first half hour of him I played in the demo. Well, it was like first two hours. It was like, ah, fuck. Did Japan pull a loud black man, stays loud black yep. man the entire game? And no, they did not. He's actually like... Hello, Marlene. Possibly the best Marlene. character. <laughs> I will yeah, say... I was not I still... ready for Barrett to be as fucking badass and cool yep. as he is. Oh my god, I do, what a king. I do wish that they had taken this opportunity to readdress, like, address Marlene a little bit. Um, you know, 20 years later, a black man having a snow white daughter, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's one of those things that you could have just like, like, you could have changed it up a little bit, but no, um, you forgot what final fantasy seven, you, you forgot where Marlene came from. Apparently it's a I remake, did. Ray. They re- it, it's yeah, a remake, it's but remake. Marlene has a, so, I, I mean, this game is like 30 years old, so I don't feel that bad. Well, 25 whatever yeah because they didn't they didn't really talk about this but i was like is she adopted i bet she's there's there's a story why barrett has marlene and um since you already watched that thing uh yeah it's dion which was barrett's best friend when they came from i think it's coral town or coal town and um dion uh barrett thought had died because he fell down a cliff or something along those lines Oh yeah. Yeah, their arms got when they were hanging on to each other. They're like, "Don't let go! I won't let go!" Uh, the Shinra woman with the giant tits, Scarlet. Um, she, you heard me. She shot Barrett and Dion's arm off, so that's why they don't have their arms. And Barrett, uh, as a gesture to his best friend, takes care of his long daughter, and she was too young to realize what had happened. So it's just like, no, that's that's my girl now. Gotcha. Okay. Re- for completely forgot all that. Yeah. So I'm I'm just in here remembering Marlene as as a white kid, and I'm like, man, they could have fucking you know. If anything, making her black would raise more questions, and it would not make you ask the question of why does this is very African American or like black character rather have this very as you said Snow White Sorry, daughter. Uh- uh, African Midgarian. Africa, you're yeah, right. That's why I changed like, it to well, Black man, African check, Midgarian. Check <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not wrong, but but you're supposed to think uh, that. You're supposed to question that. Barrett. Okay, okay, okay. That that makes me I feel better because that is that is something that I forgot. Um, but yeah, like, and even the you know even the the Avalanche crew, save for Jesse's horniness. 
Like, no, including no. Jesse's horny. <laughs> yeah, we we, I mean, love, we love and appreciate Jesse. We we do love and appreciate Jesse. She's the best. R.I.P. Pour some out. God damn it, you, you're gone too soon from this world, baby girl. But <laughs> like, you know, they 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 gave all of them very endearing character traits, and you know, beyond just the surface level of like, oh, we're eco. You know, like especially Jesse's. My dad worked for Shinra and was corrupted and you know basically killed by the mako and i've you know i could have stayed on the surface and just lived my life but i i feel drawn to do something about it whatever that might be and and putting what skills i have to use for that purpose you know all of those characters you just feel so connected to throughout the you know the first half of that game these nfts are sucking the planet dry cloud he would say I something like that, yeah. Damn it! It's just, I'm and you so know sorry. how he would res- resolve it? He Barrett would hate Bitcoin, and he would fucking go to a Bitcoin mining farm, and he would just shoot. Yes, it. he would. Exactly. Yes, he would. Bar- Barrett is the end stage of revolutionary. We're like, you know what? Words have stopped working. We strap in Gatling guns to our arms now, and we're done talking. We talking <laughs> real quick, real quick. We while talking we're on about the topic. Theory? <laughs> and while we're on the topic of Barrett, it writes can we itself. just talk about so the good. fact that they kept it so that the caliber on his Gatling gun is astronomically stupidly large. Yes. But they at least gave him a fucking, like, 12-round magazine under here, so it at least looks like it at least has somewhere where ammunition is coming from. I think it's... But it's still... <laughs> I think it's cute they tried to acknowledge that there's an ammo capacity when, like, no, there's not. Like, there, there's certain things you just have to let go with this game. One, Barrett, where's he get his ammo? Wherever. That also goes into the question of how does Cloud swing that sword? Eh. <laughs> the Mako energy. It makes him strong. Yeah. But also, can we talk about how, you know, we're going around Barrett blasting all these dudes and shooting them a thousand times for them to die, but then we go into Sector 6 and somebody points a gun at us and we're like, oh my god, I might die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's just a class... That's just like a video game, like, verisimilitude kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like when, you know, John Marston gets shot all the time in the game, but then gets shot in a cutscene once and he's like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah, it's just like canonically he's has not ever taken any damage. Yeah. But until then, it's just that's video games. Just Every are shot has not, missed. Aren't just not good at that. Uh, they're but not. Yes, the point stands. They're not really good at displaying like if Cloud actually hit a human being with a sword that large in the form of a cut strike. This would be a rated M, possibly a OG. <laughs> yeah, but then like in some scenes, we're expected to believe that Cloud has beat these people with his sword and they're just <laughs> unconscious not in half <laughs> in half is also putting it they might be like bludgeoned blood split smears all over the wall yeah I do love the animations also because I was also afraid like how anime are they gonna go with Cloud swinging his sword at the very beginning of the game eh, you know mild until you unlock the hard edge and you unlock the attack infinity's end and then <laughs> he has this really long as fuck wind up and then he hits the person <laughs> it's like there it is that's as anime as I needed this game to go thank goodness I was afraid they would tone it down they ooh, they did not okay I, I wanted to actually talk to you guys about something can we have one five-minute segment of this podcast dedicated to the to the horniness that is Jesse? Because from time to time, Anna would walk in watching me playing this game, and she would ask, "What are you playing?" And I'm like, oh "She God. she is so uh, thirsty. She it's like she when you just watch a movie and then like pizza. there's one sex scene in the movie, and then your dad, who you haven't seen in like 15 years, <laughs> walks in and is like, "Hey, son, what you watch?" <laughs> Nothing. I'm watching nothing. She she just wanted to make Cloud a pizza. That's all. I love how the friends like can't pick up on the cue. <laughs> Come meet my parents. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's so good. The, the other Avalanche members Cloud can't pick is up just the hint. Completely oblivious. All of it. Yes. Like. Well, okay, maybe, until maybe ba- he's not. Until basically, until basically, she's about to die, and then he's like. 
Oh my god, I could have hit that. <laughs> Cloud is just he's such God, he's so dumb. I love it so much. I actually appreciate he's how such like a mega dumbass. Teeth he's he would he would be the incel that has like women dropping himself all over us and then bitching about the fact that like nobody wants to have sex with me. Motherfucker, you got Oh my god. John panties so are dropping funny. everywhere. Uh there, like, there are certain little hidden things in the game. That you don't have to replay the entire game. You can actually just start a different file and start replaying different chapters to trigger them. There are certain choices that you can make that trigger uh, hidden relationship values between you, Aerith, and Tifa. So, like, certain times... Okay, I'll give you an example. Remember when you, Aerith, and Tifa, you chased Don Corneo, you know, you did the correct thing, I hope, and Don Corneo picked Cloud because he's like, that's the sexiest woman in this room. I'm gonna fuck that right now. Everyone else, yeah. be gone. <laughs> I'm gonna need 20 minutes. Um, if you pick Cloud and then the other one's like, haha, it's really Tifa and Aerith, and drops them all down, when you go to inspect... To make sure that Tifa and Aerith are okay, you have a choice, and that affects your relationship value. Like, do you yep. pick Aerith or do you pick Tifa? If you pick Aerith, Tifa actually wakes up and gets jealous. If you pick Tifa, Aerith kind of acknowledges, like, do you guys have a thing going on? Are you guys an item? You kind of talked about? The, there's a jealousy factor that starts getting playing, and eventually it doesn't really matter to anything. But it's fun that it affects little cutscenes and whatnot. So they both are... F I will... Go ahead. Yeah, that that like that relationship between those two is actually so real of like these two women that don't necessarily have any particular claim to Cloud, quote unquote, but like they're both interested and they're you know, they're all supposed to be friends, but they are kind of like realizing they're both in competition but also have to work together, mm -hmm. you know. You you can really feel that and I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that in some way shape or form and being some part of that kind of uncomfortable the fuck is going on here between you two cuz yeah. I want a piece of that yeah. relationship and I I really appreciated the way that they handled that in never getting too overt about it and, and the, the the subtlety and the way that they did it without acknowledging it was really impressive especially like when the things started happening after the plate fell and like you know or getting ready for that and they were working together you know all that went away because we have this actual focus where we have to you know do this thing and whatever you know little weird competitive petty thing we've got feeling towards each other is not pertinent right now Cloud go for Tifa it's the winning pick. <laughs> no, you're a fool. <laughs> I also did her. Okay, this this is one of those moments where I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, maybe Aerith fucking knows too. God damn it. You know, Aerith is like, don't fall in love with me because, motherfucker, I'm going to get stabbed later. Yeah, that's another thing. Wherever like, the next game goes, it's actually going to go. Like, Aerith saw her death. You see that later near, like, the ending scenes. Yeah, like the material. Drop. Yeah, yeah. Aerith knows that if we don't choose this path, I'm going to die, but eventually I'll save the world. And Cloud's like, well, we don't have to choose that future. So... Yeah, I see, I like the I like the sword of Damocles. <laughs> of, like, Aerith knowing that that is what has that to happen. what has to happen. And Aerith, because Aerith is... The goodness of Aerith will not allow her to make another decision because like mm -hmm. that is that's just there, what she will do there there's no choice like, that is just the thing that is going to happen there is no like, i don't do this yeah for her so like i like that i like that kind of i i really hope that they in the, the future installments that they really kind of expand on like i mean i don't want to get like too meta but like i think that is a really good way to like still maintain the original story and and still have it to still tell a good story for people like me but still make it interesting for people who have like a lot of experience with the original mm -hmm. of kind of having adding that little dramatic irony to it of like the characters knowing this is the remake as they understand it but like well maybe we did the right thing the first time and maybe there's not a lot we can do about it. That's interesting. And dealing with that, 
I think that is really interesting mm-hmm. and I think is a lot of cool potential. Of like we are we are gonna spend this whole game of like there has to be another way. We're gonna make a different choice, yeah. and then getting to that point where it's like, they're like shit. Actually, no. Fuck. This Maybe is not. this is the one. Yeah, I thought. Like, that's... I think that is. I think that's a really cool dynamic, I... and I hope they play into that more. I thought that was the uh, boss fight in general, like with the crystal bosses that are really awful yeah. and scream Tetsuo Nomura wouldn't put the pen down type of bosses. I, I I hate <laughs> I hate that shit so much. But I thought that was like them defeat. Fuck that house. Oh, the Hell House. Yeah, there's no good way to fight the Hell House. I I haven't listened to any review or analysis of the game where they're like, yeah, the Hell House was a fun fight. It's not. It it's absolutely not. It's such just a trash. Eat up a bunch of your hit points. Not easy to take out fight. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna look up if it was ever patched so that, like they made it like more bearable. Hey, the Hell you know House. You, make has that one, new you know how you make that one more bearable? Don't say it. Patch it out. No, you Patch leave the Hell House in. It's such. No, you. I, no, I draw I, the line. I, here. I, I am a Hell House. In this house, we defend Hell. House. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in real quick, house, Ray. Mm. As somebody who remembers Final Fantasy VII, the original, way better than I do, feel free to ignore this question okay. um, if it's too spoilery for Mike. Might be fine. Um, what the fuck is up with Cowboy Tifa? Oh, if that is something, if that is something that happens in the original game, fucking forgot all about it. Yeah, so. it does happen in the original game. Cowboy Tifa is when, is Cloud remembering back to. Wow, you did forget that part. That's actually a really pivotal part of the game. Yeah, because that's I, I remember this because I watched this one hour YouTube video of these. Of You're these welcome. Um, the, the that's the part Shit. of the you game to, you have to remember. Yeah, Ray, right. I played it, gave it to you, and never touched it again. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. So I played it as a seven or eight year old, mm-hmm. and have not played it since. I I have not watched walkthrough since. So there's so much that I don't remember. So I'm partially cheating because I. What makes it so fresh in my mind is that link I sent you years ago called the Final Fantasy VII Machine Abridged. It's where they go through the entire game, but it's a gigantic like almost ten hour parody of the game bit by bit. That helps yes. a lot it, it, for my memory of it. So, uh, Cloud at one point has this memory where he goes back to his hometown, Nibelheim. Nibelheim, you take the pick. Uh, I think it's Nibelheim. I think it, for sure. It's Nibelheim. Ex- Excuse you can, me. You, you cannot tell me it's any different. You've already put that in my mind. It's Nibelheim. It's Nibelheim. <laughs> Nibelheim. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so they go back to Nibelheim. <laughs> Mike has to go. <laughs> and um, Cla- the way Cloud tells the story is he went back because he became a soldier, first class, mind you, uh, with Sephiroth, and they were investigating a Mako reactor that was a bit on the fritz. Uh, and Tifa was going to be there as her tour guide, and she dressed up as a cowboy just to try to, like, meet Cloud there because she remembered she was going to meet Cloud there. What actually happened was Cloud was just some regular old enlisted Shinra soldier because he wasn't good enough to be soldier first class mind you uh that was actually his best friend Zack and when a bunch of shit happens at the Mako reactor Tifa gets stabbed that's how she gets her scar going across her chest uh Cloud gets stabbed Zack gets killed he's dead and uh Cloud trusted Zack so much so he takes on Zack's persona and mixes it with his childhood memories and Cloud is Zack and Zack is Cloud now. Zack's actually like really very dead. Um, so that's why she has that cowboy outfit. I have okay. a, a brief question. Yeah. So Sephiroth is not Sephiroth. Sephiroth is like Genova imitating Sephiroth, and then the real Sephiroth is at the northern crater. Yes. Right? What That part I just talked okay. about where a bunch of fucky stuff happened at the Mako reactor, Cloud yeah. summoned up some hidden strength inside himself because it was in him all along, and he pushes Shef- uh He stabs Sephiroth and pushes him into a Mako river down in the Mako reactor, and Sephiroth gets damaged and destroyed, but because he's super powerful, he casts out bits of Genova that he had with him into the world, and those bits of Genova manifest into Sephiroth as a form. It's weird. 
I acknowledge that. I'm not saying okay. it makes 100% so, sense. Uh, so it's still so Sephiroth. I, okay. You know, right. obviously, obviously, like, part two is going to address that because, you know, we, you know, if you don't know, you know, they kind of hint at the very end about, like, Zack and his existence and, you know, him and Cloud's relationship and you, you see the the parallels on, oh, wait, that armor and that setup looks familiar. I know that fucking sword. Like, what is happening? Oh, they're together. You know, I, I wonder how much they're going to get into <gasps> that. You just reminded me. Sephiroth. That Sephiroth. Like, okay, you know, is the reason why this Sephiroth can fucking descend from the heavens because he has this power? You know, why did he go back? You know, I wonder how they're going to address that and tell that story in the next chapter. You guys are just reminding me at the very, very end of that game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, you see Zack, and he's not dead. And I, I just, like, did a nod of, like, eh, wonder where they're gonna go with that. I guess, in my head, that that was, like, a, that was a flashback, but I guess we'll see. Because, like, after that fight, he's talking to Cloud, and then he, him and, him and Cloud are walking together after that fight, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. he, he 100% died. Like, in the game that tells the story of Zack, it's called Crisis Core. I actually got the strategy guide for that over... Over here, yeah. Ah. Nope, that's a comic book. Either way, I got it around somewhere. <laughs> uh, in Crisis Core, the, even at the end of that game, they're like, no, Zack died. How did he die? Literally 100 Shinra soldiers emptied their magazines into him, and they had attack helicopters, and they all fired. It was like a little kid telling how to, how to kill some <laughs> playground bully. And then bully. he got hit by a fire truck. <laughs> and then he got hit by a, a, a dump truck. And then and then that plane from uh, uh, Independence Day nuked him, and they were looking from... <laughs> the the truck and they're like the target does not remain <laughs> in the original video game uh final fantasy 7 for the playstation what they did is they just showed shinra soldier shooting zack in the head and they're like you there that's good enough he's dead and then they walked away but in our new anime world where anyone could survive anything they're like we need to we need to make it beyond the shadow of a doubt looks like <laughs> this man died <laughs> Can, why why have ten soldiers shoot somebody one time when you could have a hundred soldiers shoot him a thousand times? I might post this in the video, or I might not. Depends on my laziness. But I'm gonna show you guys the picture of Zach dying in Crisis Core, so you can get a sense of how like ridiculous that they amped it up to. Okay, I'm gonna post this in the chat. But anyways. Uh, do it. All right. So, other thoughts. You know, we're 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 coming up on the hour here. Um, obviously, I've I've gotten my rant out of the way. I don't know how I'm gonna play, how or when I'm going to play part two. I really want to, but goddamn it, I'm I'm very worried. Um, the last hour and half of the game can fuck off. You really hate that? Oh, I hated it so much. I was so mad. Like, especially because a I got through that part and I knew I was close to the end of the game. And I had to wait like three weeks to play the last hour. And then I finally had a chance and I played that last hour and I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, this could have just been a cutscene. None of the rest of this stuff had to happen. It was so pointless and so frustrating and infuriating. It was so mad. Um, other, other thoughts, other takeaways uh, about specific sections of the game or, or story beats or anything like that? I'm, I'm excited for the sequel. I'm super excited because it's going to be something fresh. As Mike stated, this combat system was great. This is the perfect combination of the Final Fantasy 15 combat system mashed with the Kingdom Hearts 3 combat system, and it just works perfectly. I, I had so much fun to the point where I wanted to 100% the game. It's been a long time since I wanted to try to 100% a game. Let it be known, I didn't because I read the requirements just to get Bahamut and I said, oh, never mind. I'm I'm not that interested. But I think I told you guys the requirements to get Bahamut. You, you kill every single summon like in a boss fight in a row and then you fight Bahamut. And by the way, Bahamut can summon Ifrit in his fight. So he's just like, you know what? You guys are a challenge. 
here's Ifrit to deal with along the way. And I was like, no, I don't. Nah. <laughs> you know what? It's, I like it's... the fat chocobo. Fat chocobo is king. I love him. He's I love my fat chocobo. Um, I want to say, uh, like I said earlier, I was not sure how I would feel about this, having zero touch point or reference to the original. Uh, and I came away really enjoying it. And I am I very much look forward to checking out the next one. Yeah. I mean for as as many nitpicks and, and you know, f- minor frustrations I have with the game about you know I said you guys the picture the, by the way. That's the, a lot the, of fucking the, dudes. The length <laughs> of some of the fetch questiness of some of the sections in between like main chapters, you know, and, and the ending Overall, it was a great game. It was gorgeous. It did very, you know, it hit, it both hit nostalgia and also like told a new story in a way that is like, I very much appreciate it. I, and as much as I don't know how I'm going to play the next one because I don't know when, I will find a way because I'm, I'm just going to have to. Um, but so, you know, in summary, when you want to hear in six years our part two spoiler cast, do you know where you can do that? Oh. Where? Where? Right here on unscriptedgaming.com. You will find links to all of our information across the web. You can follow us on Facebook at Unscripted Game Podcast or get us on Twitter at Unscript underscore gaming. You can get the video versions of our podcast on YouTube, just look up Unscripted Gaming. You can get our audio anywhere where your podcatching gets. SoundCloud.com slash Unscripted-Gaming. We are on Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Spotify, anywhere. Listen to us. Hang out with us for six years until we get the next part. <laughs> until then, thank you for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. Uh, my name is Ray. Uh, my name is Cloud. <laughs> Bye, Zach. What do you want? Peace.